Bavakama Perk Yod Mishnah Dalad 10.4. The topic of my Mishnah here is if one sacrifices his own money to save someone else's property. So really this topic is really a topic that belongs in Bava Metzi in the second parak. We talk about lost objects, um, but it comes up here in any case. So let me just give a bit of the background. There's a mitzvah to Araisa called Hashava Saveda. If you find someone's lost object, you must return it. And you have to do so for free. You can't charge them. Uh, but there's a separate din, which is if it's going to cost you money, like say you're on the job and you're working and you lose your wages, so you're actually allowed to not carry out the carry out the saving of your friend's lost object um, and incur yourself expenses. Um, if one does opt to um, incur expenses, so then he can get reimbursed, but only reimbursed the kind of money he would get uh, as like just like a an idle laborer, like just someone who's like you know the min- minimum wage, we'll call it and not his normal wages, uh, unless he makes some sort of condition ahead of time. He, like, stipulates, I'm going to take time off work to get your object back on condition that I get uh, paid in full, whatever the story is. That, that's a possibility. Um, those details we'll discuss later. And the case of remission here is, um, I guess, make or by the I should speak out that although one doesn't have to incur any losses to save his friend's property, it's proper to go with Nimishur Sadin and not be so mocked, but if you see someone's losing something of value, and it's going to cost you a little bit, um, lifting Mishra Sudin above the letter of the law, really, you should you should make an effort to help your friend and, and minimize his loss. Okay. Our mission's case here is This guy is coming down the street and he has a big barrel of wine. And the other guy is carrying his jug of honey. Now, honey is much more expensive than wine. So the honey is worth a lot more. And nistaka chavishal dvash. There's a leak, like a split in the container. We switch from kad to chavis, they're interchangeable. The container of the honey um, has a split in it, and now it's dripping out slowly, and poor Mr. Honey is going to end up losing all his honey if he doesn't do something. So what does Mr. the guy holding the wine do? He acts like Superman. V'shafach es yeno. He dumps out all of his wine on the floor. V'hitil es hadvash l'socho. And he saves the honey by putting the honey into the container that he now emptied out of his wine. So, can the guy who sacrificed his wine to save his fellow's, his friend's honey, can he now get reimbursed for his loss of his lost wine? The answer is no. He can't get reimbursed for his lost wine because, like, that wasn't his obligation. He just decided to be Superman. Um, all he can get reimbursed for is his expenses, I'll call it, schara, wages. What is Sahara wages, or fair amount, is the cost it would take to A, rent such a container, and B, hire someone to go fetch it and bring that container over here. That's what he gave up, and therefore that's again reimbursed for. The rest, he suffers a loss, but he incurred it on his own, on his own. No one no one told him to do it. Now, as to speak out, the truth is um, that if the owner of the honey wasn't around, and the owner of the wine chose to do it, um, he actually could get reimbursed um, for his loss because it's an obvious assumption that the owner of the wine would agree to that in normal circumstances. Um, he'd rather have something than nothing, and you're allowed to be reimbursed for your basic loss of this. So when you're incurring a loss, you're allowed to be reimbursed uh, if that's what we can safely assume the owner would want. And so therefore, that's um, what could be done. But since we have the owner of the wine present and the owner of the honey present with him, and they could have had a discussion and could have negotiated things, but they didn't negotiate. So then the owner of the honey can say, listen, we never had that deal. I'm refusing to pay you. And he would be within his rights to do so.
because he was there. Now, that said, If the owner of the wine says, listen, I'll save your honey, but you're going to have to reimburse me for the wine, and he agrees to do so, the owner of the honey, then then of course, based on their agreement, uh, the owner of the of the honey has to reimburse the wine owner because that was the deal they made. Now, that sounds kind of obvious. The Chiddush here is this. If a person, let's say, were walking down the street, not with a barrel of wine, but it's an empty barrel, and he sees the guy with honey in distress, and he decides to extort him, and he says, listen, for a hundred bucks, I'll gladly use my container. And if the Mr. the guy who's losing his honey agrees, um, so then even afterwards, the guy who has the honey can say, listen, I was extorted. That wasn't really fair. Um, and, you know, I, I had to say yes because I didn't want to lose my honey. But ultimately, that wasn't a, that, that wasn't a fair deal. So, in fact, the, the Bezim would uphold that as being unfair. Extortion is not really allowed. When a person is under distress, um, if he agrees to pay something, he's agreeing to pay some exorbitant amount. And all that really the, the container owner would be entitled to is the kind of thing, how much renting a container and paying someone to go fetch the container uh, would be entitled to. Um, so the point here of our mission is that's true when, when the owner is not losing something. But here the owner of the wine is make, incurring a legitimate loss. Therefore, his, his request um, to get reimbursed is certainly not extortionary, and therefore he's entitled to get reimbursed. That's a din, that's a principle, and that's basically the Mishnah um, in a nutshell. Now, the Mishnah has a second case, which is essentially identical to the first. It says, Shataf Nahar Chamoro Vachamor Chavero. You have two guys, they have two donkeys, each one has their own donkey. One donkey is worth 100, one donkey is worth 200, and the river overflows its banks and floods out the town, washing away both donkeys. Now, the person who owns the donkey worth 100 could save either donkey. Uh, the other guy can't. He's out, he's out of commission. So the question is, what happens if the fellow who owns the $100 donkey says he chooses to abandon his donkey and to save the more expensive one? Can he ask for reimbursement? And the principles are exactly the same. If shelo yafem mana v'shel chaverem masayim, if once of the hundred and once of two hundred, hiniach es ze es shelo, the guy who owns the hundred abandons his to the waters, v'hitzel es shel chaverem, and he goes like Superman and saves his friend's donkey, the one worth two hundred, ein lo elas charo, all he can get reimbursed for, even though he lost the donkey, is how much would cost to hire someone to go fetch the donkey in the flood, whatever that is, the two hundred donkey. That's all he can get back. Again, the same, the same as before. Um, he didn't have to do it, so it was lifting Mishra Sadin, and you can't demand not to be reimbursed because uh, since the owner of the both donkeys were at the same place at the same time, they should have struck a deal. They didn't strike a deal, therefore, um, he has no, the owner of the $200 donkey has no obligation to reimburse him for the, his loss. However, if the owner of the $100 donkey says, listen, I can only save one. I'll save yours. It's worth more, and then you just reimburse me. And the owner of the 200 agrees to that. Then, of course, Chayad Litenlo. Then, of course, they struck a deal, and the owner of the more expensive donkey has to reimburse the the guy who gave up his own $100 donkey to save the $200 donkey. Again, same like before, the Chiddush is, if a person were just... Um, you know, being extortionary, he's walking down the river and says, oh, I see you can't swim, but I could swim. I'll get your donkey, but I want $100 for it. Um, if that's exorbitant price, then a normal person would do it for a fraction of that. So then, even if the owner of the $200 donkey agrees to that, it was just extortionary. He just said yes because he had no choice in the matter. And the, the ultimately, if they go to Bezdin, the Bezdin would just force the guy not who owns a $200 donkey to just pay what's fair 
a fair wage for someone to do that job, even though he had agreed to something else before because he was under duress at the time and therefore he's not bound by it. The Gemara asks, well, why do you need both these cases, the honey being lost and the donkey being lost, really the exact same case? So the Gemara answers, there is a difference, um, which doesn't make a difference, but you might have thought it does make a difference, which is in the first case, you've got a guy opting, he's choosing with his own hands to pour out his honey, his, his uh, wine. So he's like sacrificing his wine intentionally, whereas in the second case, he lost his hundred his uh, sorry his hundred dollar donkey by natural causes against his will. So therefore, uh, you might have thought incorrectly that it makes a difference, but really it makes no difference at all.